Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Get excited because it is time to talk Grand Circle Trail Fest 2021. And just as a heads up, we're actually going to break this up into four separate podcast episodes for you. So on this very first episode, this is your intro episode to the Grand Circle Trail Fest 2021. We're going to go through Wednesday and talk about the check-in procedure, everything that you're going to see uh, back at the park and at the festival. And then we'll have a second episode that will be dedicated to Thursday and the course on Thursday at Bryce Canyon. We'll have an episode dedicated to Friday and the course at Zion on Friday. And then one final episode that will be dedicated to Saturday and the course there just out of Lake Powell and on Horseshoe Bend. So if you're coming to Grand Circle Trail Fest, we've got all the details that you need. We're going to start with Wednesday, but don't forget to check out our other episodes of Vacation Races and Friends podcast, Grand Circle Trail Fest edition. And I've got with me today, Dane Craig and Anna Basso. They are the race directors for the Grand Circle Trail Fest. And guys, are you as excited as I am? What's your level of excitement? Maybe you beat me out, but I'm pretty excited. I mean, on a level of one to 10, I am a solid eight and a half right now. It's on the way. Okay, I am just as excited. Okay, good. Dane? You got you to gotta crank that enthusiasm up to an 11, Colleen. Well, I'll get there. I've got a couple of weeks. I got to save it. I mean, I've I, I got to like get there. I don't want to blow it all too soon. I'm going to be really excited once we get there. I, yeah, I, I am excited. I say this every year, but Trail Fest is like our most exhausting event that we do. And it, but it's probably my favorite just because of the amount of time that we have to spend with with each other, like as coworkers and also with the runners and there's just enough downtime that it's just, it's a fun event. And so I look forward to it every year. Dane, give us a little history on Trail Fest. How long has it been going on? Where have we come from and how did we get here? So this is actually our fifth year of doing Trail Fest. The first event was in 2017 and Trail Fest was kind of uh, our friend Matt Gunn's baby. So in 2017, um, we started partnering with Matt Gunn and, and we brought his ultra and trail running series, ultra adventures uh, in-house and made it a part of our vacation races brand. And so Matt's idea was kind of to have this end of season party where he got everybody together, uh, you know, trail runners, people who had run some of the ultras, people who hadn't, and we all got together and just had a big party. And each day we would cherry pick the best miles from some of those ultras and get runners out running those miles. Some of the, you know, the most scenic, uh, and some of the most beautiful and enjoyable miles of those ultras and, and just slam it all together. Three days of trail running filled with eating and drinking and, and, uh, hanging out with, with friends and, and just having a good time. And so that was the idea of trail fest. And then 2017 was the first year that, that we were able to actually do that. And so we picked our favorite miles from the Bryce Canyon Ultra, our favorite miles from the Zion Ultra. And then the first couple of years, it was the first, our favorite miles from the Grand Canyon Ultra, which then later shifted over to the Antelope Canyon Ultra. So that's, that's where Trail Fest kind of was born. And then we learned things every year, what works well and what doesn't, and what runners really enjoy and what they don't. And we modify it a little bit. And I think it just gets better every year. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that it's been five years. And of course, 
you know, we always think of Matt Gunn. He, you know, is not with us anymore. And so it is kind of a special time for us to remember him and all that he did, especially in this area of Southern Utah for the ultra running community. He was he's the OG, you know, trail running guy and, and race director. Was, and, yeah. and it's, you know, to think back, there's so many great memories. And I know that a lot of people in the ultra community have amazing memories of Matt and, uh, yeah, we definitely pay tribute to him each year for Trail Fest. Yeah, you'll see on the race shirt this year. It was on all of our race shirts, but on the Trail Fest race shirt, it'll also be on there. There's a little tribute to Matt on the sleeve. Um, we lost Matt earlier uh, last year, late last year. Um, he battled with some some depression and some other issues and unfortunately took his own life. So he is dearly missed, uh, but his fingerprint is is all over a lot of what we do, and especially Trail Fest. You could see Matt's influence and his passion for Southern Utah and for the trails uh, all over this event. So we, uh, we miss him, but we're, we're grateful that he's kind of brought us all together doing this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So a great tribute to, to our friend, Matt Gunn. For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best in class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSportsInc on Instagram. As you're getting ready to come and you're packing, we have packing lists available for you. You can find them in the race guide or on our website. So make sure to reference that. So you make sure you have everything that you need when you're coming with our packing list. And also, because we really want you to get out there and explore the parks and these areas that we're going to, we have some special challenges where you can earn some Explorer badges. This is free swag. It's a free program, and it's on our Spark Challenges app. You download that app, and you're going to be able to have an Explorer Club for every single location that we go to. So there's going to be different activities from visiting some historical sites to doing trails and hiking and maybe trying out some of the local food. All of those will earn you points towards getting your Explorer badge. So check that out. Download Spark Challenges app and make sure you have that so you can check the challenge. And we'll get into more detail on those as we do our other episodes of our Grand Circle Trail Fest podcast for each of those specific locations. Dane, we have a lot of runners coming to this event. We said like seven, about 700 runners. Kind of tell me about these runners. Like, who are they? Who's coming to Trail Fest? We get a lot of different types of runners. We get some people who have run Trail Fest before. We get some very experienced ultra and trail runners. We get some very experienced runners, but it's their first time kind of making the jump from road over to trails. And then we get some people who are just very active wouldn't consider themselves runners, but are just, you know, jogging, power hiking it. Um, Trail Fest is, Trail Fest is a, a wonderful opportunity for runners of all types. If, if you're an experienced trail runner, you're going to find some challenges in these courses. If it's your first time, it's a great, uh, safe first adventure into trail running. You know, we've got well-stocked aid stations, um, these, these trails, some sections are a little hard to access and a little more remote. Um, they're areas that we know very well and can get in and get you out and things like that. And so while dropping out and just waiting for us to come pick you up, isn't really an option. If there was an emergency, we can get to you. So, so it's a really safe environment. 
for you to try it for your first time, but it's also uh, a really challenging environment for runners looking to for something new or, or to push themselves or to take it to the next level. So these these trails and these parks and these uh, wildernesses and public lands are some of our favorite places on earth. And a lot of these runners, it's their first time to some of these parks or to Southern Utah in general. And we're really excited to show it to you guys. It's a uh, Southern Utah is an embarrassment of riches. It's just got a lot of amazing landscapes and geological features. And uh, the desert is is vast and overwhelming and yet personal and intimate. And we're excited for you guys to get to experience a little bit of that. Well, let's jump into Wednesday. Wednesday's a big day. That's the day everybody's going to come to the Park in Kanab, which is our festival headquarters. That's kind of what we call it. It's camp. It's festival headquarters. Anna, tell me the name of the Park in Kanab. So the name of the park is Jacob Hamlin Park. And it's in the northmost area of the town of Kanab. Um, it's really easy to find. Kanab's not too large of a town, but it's kind of tucked away at the base of these rocks and cliffs. So it's a really scenic park. It's placed in the perfect place. And there's everything you could ever want in a park. Like, I wish this park was around when I was a kid. I would play there all the time. There's yeah. splash pads. There's the playground. I mean, I know like we're all adults park. here for Trail Fest, but this is a great park. There's yeah. a pavilion. There's a, there's a ball there's field. A basketball a skate court. park. Everything you want. Horse. A swimming pool. I mean, there's there's everything there. Everything. Yeah, it's actually a really great venue. The cool thing about it is you're camping for those who are camping, but it's not like a roughing it camping. You walk out of your tent and you're on this nice clean grass. And so you stay cleaner. It's more comfortable. It's actually a really great venue to have this event every year. Dane, will you give us an overview of what the park kind of is going to be set up? up like and and where things are going to be kind of kind of the layout of the land yeah there's a uh, a map in your race guide that that's a good reference but um the park is long or tall from north to south and and it kind of breaks down into a few different quadrants the northernmost area is the baseball fields and that's our campground that's where all of our tents are going to be set up and then as we move down we kind of get to the the mess hall right there's the north pavilion which is where breakfast and dinner is going to be served. Uh, there's a little lawn area below that. And then there's the stage. And at the stage is where uh, all of our nightly meetings and course overviews and awards and things like that are going to happen. And then in front of the stage and near the stage, there's another pavilion, which has plenty of picnic tables for hanging out or eating or whatever, and a large grass area that'll be filled with camping chairs um, where runners will be able to sit and relax kind of in that same central area um, below the North Pavilion and before the, the mess hall or where food will be served is uh, kind of the Trail Fest Village. That's where bid pickup will be, where a lot of our vendors will be set up, uh, merchandise will be set up, and it'll be set up all the days that we're there. Although after Wednesday, merchandise will have limited hours uh, in the evening. And then south of that is kind of our recovery area. And so in our recovery area, we're going to have yoga, our massage set up, um, elevated legs, our, our shower trailer and the pool showers are down in that area. So that's kind of the layout. We have the campground in the northernmost section and down in the southernmost section is showers and, and recovery area. And then a few different areas in between. We have toilets and washing stations kind of intermixed throughout there. We have some of our composting toilets and hand washing stations up by the tents, by the baseball fields. 
Um, and then we, the park has, uh, has bathrooms as well. We will also have a few charging stations set up. So there's a few areas around the campground or, and around the park that have power outlets and we're gonna bring long power strips. So if you need to charge phones or camera batteries or things like that, uh, we'll have a few of those scattered throughout, throughout the park. Uh, the main ones will be up near the tents in the baseball fields, kind of in the cent center of all four of those baseball fields. And then some down in the pavilion west of the, the main stage where kind of all of our main events are going to be happening. All right. Anna, tell me about the check-in process. What time that's going to start? How long it's going to run? How does that all work? You're going to show up to the park. And those who are camping, you will get your camping pass or tent pass as far as um, your check-in process. That's all going to be tied together. We're going to gather. Um, we'll, you'll see the tent set up. You'll show up, have your ID with you. And to check in, you'll receive your bib, which you're going to use for the entire event for all three days racing, as well as your shirt and other trail fest swag. And then feel free to ask us any questions you might have about the event. You're also going to get um, your meal ticket and shuttle pass if you reserve a shuttle pass as well. So everything is happening at HQ, as Colleen says, and that's going to be starting at 12 o'clock on Wednesday and run until 8 p.m. as far as run a check-in for that. Okay, day. so you get plenty of time to get there. So I have some spectators coming with me that want to have dinner. Are there extra meal tickets available for purchase for them? Yes. So all the runners get an automatic bracelet for their meal tickets every night. But if you want to purchase additional meal tickets, whether it's one night or all of the nights, they will be $10 each meal. You can either buy those meal tickets ahead of time when you pick up your bib and all of your swag, or you can purchase them night of um, right at the beginning of the assembly line for dinner each night. You did bring up with the tents, Anna, that it's kind of a first come first serve basis as far as that goes. So when you get there, then you'll get a tent assignment. So if you're wanting to have a tent close to somebody else, just make sure that they're checking in for you if they're, you're not going to be there so that you can stay close to each other. We haven't assigned those out. It's just first come, first serve as far as tents. Is that right. is that correct? Yep. Yep. You're basically going to get a tag when you check in for your tent and you go up and claim, claim your tent. They'll be set up on the ball fields for you, ready to go. Can I throw down a little tent challenge too? Bring some decorations, guys. Like yeah. fly your flag, show us some colors. You know, if you're coming from Minnesota, Get a Minnesota flag and throw it on your tent so everybody knows you're from Minnesota. Get your names on there. Just show us some show us some flair with your tents. Have some fun with it. Bring yeah. some lights, doll it up a little bit, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll even have welcome a welcome mat. Yeah, have a little, oh, wouldn't that be funny? A little welcome mat Let's right see there. see your curb appeal. Yeah, we want to see your curb appeal So because maybe we'll give away some prizes. We got lots of prizes to give away from some great sponsors at Trail Fest. So I want to see some epic tents okay some really great tents so show us what you got out there nerding out on data perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan aiming for progression in prs sound like you well gnarly nutrition can relate featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes because they offer great tasting and reputable products vacation races trust gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor with the low calorie high electrolyte gnarly hydrate for shorter races and the calorie electrolyte and amino acid filled gnarly fuel 2-0 for longer races gnarly is here taking the bonking out of your big day use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off.
All right, so Dane, I want to talk through a little more of this check-in process. We're going to get a couple of things, the meal tickets and the shuttle wristbands. Can you explain those, what color they are, what they look like, who's going to get what? Because that's really going to be crucial to have the entire rest of Trail Fest. Yeah, uh, so just like Anna said, uh, bid pickup and tent check-in and everything is kind of going to operate like a normal uh, race expo. We'll have some other vendors there set up. We'll have our own merchandise and things like that. And you're, and so when you get there, you'll just go to the bib pickup tent or the check-in tent and you'll get your bib, which will come with um, a shuttle pass if you reserved a shuttle or a meal pass or everyone will get a meal pass. Uh, and you'll also get all your swag. We have uh, gear check bags for you that you can use each morning. And, and so that'll be included with your swag items and everything. Um, so your bib is that just that it's a bib and it'll have some tearaway tags that'll you'll use to get your correct shirt size and your correct uh, zip hoodie size the meal ticket so everyone who registered for trail fest has dinners wednesday thursday friday and saturday covered for them as part of uh, registration so everyone who picks up their bib will also get one of those it'll just be a wristband that you'll wear around your wrist and um, you'll want to keep that on your wrist all week just like your bib is the same bib that you're going to use each day. So you're going to want to hold on to your bib for each race each morning. Um, you're also going to want to put that wristband on and, and don't tear it off until Sunday when we're all done. Now, there's a, another, there's two kinds of wristbands. One of them just says meal ticket and the other one will say shuttle and meal ticket and they'll be different colors. These are going to be for runners who requested as part of registration a shuttle ride from Kanab to the race location and then back again each morning. So there's sometimes a little bit of confusion because each race morning, we also have a designated parking area and a real short shuttle ride from the parking area to the start line and then back again from the finish line to the parking. That's, you don't have to worry. That's for everybody. There's no pre-signing up for that shuttle or anything like that. Um, the shuttle in question, the shuttle that you would get a wristband for is for campers or people staying in the town of Kanab that want to ride the shuttle from town to the race location and then back again each morning. So those will be handed out with your bibs and you'll want to hold on to those all week. I have a question about that, Dane. If I did not sign up for the shuttle that's going to transport me actually to the race location each day and back, can I still do that? Is that something that's possible? Can I do that now? Do I wait till check-in? Is that available for me after, after registration? Yeah. Yeah. We can, um, we can accommodate that at check-in. That'd be the easiest place to do it. So no need to get online and update your registration or anything. Now, uh, we will have some spots reserved for anyone who maybe didn't add that and needs to. And so we'll be able to take payment for that and, uh, and process that there on site at check-in. Okay, great. So at check-in, you're going to get everything you need. You're going to get your swag items. We do have some great vendors who are going to be with us and they're going to be with us for the duration, most of them for the duration of Trail Fest will have um, a Sava. They're a juice, kind of a juice bar. Is that am I? Would you guys say they're a juice bar, a juice trailer? I don't know. They're great. They have amazing fresh pressed juices. And so good stuff there. We've got, like Dane had mentioned, our vacation races, merchandise, Trail Fest specific merchandise is going to be there. Outdoor Elements going to be there. They've got some great camp gear and you're going to love to meet Mike. Rumple, if you know the Rumple Blankets, we're going to have them there as a vendor. O-Meals, which are instant camp meals, really great idea here where 
Generally, when you have these instant camp meals, you got to use hot water for them. This doesn't require heated water. So you're going to have to check those out as well. We will also have Drip IV providing IV hydration services. So throughout Trail Fest, you'll have them as well. Harold Benali is going to be there selling Navajo jewelry. We have Mountain Soap, who is a local Kanab store doing local handmade soaps. And John with Elevated Legs, which are compression boots. So he's going to be there as well. So some great vendors who are going to be there with us. And they'll be there the duration of the time. So make sure to plan for that. You can do a little shopping while you're at the festival, which is always good. Because there's fun stuff to buy and lots of swag that you can get to take home. Maybe to those who you left behind. Then they didn't get to have as much fun as you did going to Trail Fest. Anna, there's a couple of unique things about vacation races and about our events. And one of the big ones is our zero waste initiative. And at Grand Circle Trail Fest, that's going to mean even bigger things since we're going to be eating together. We're going to be staying together for longer periods of time. So how can we help out with that zero waste initiative with vacation races? So both at the uh, festival as well as at each race location, you're going to see these receptacles. They are going to be three different bins. It's going to be compostable, recyclable, or everything else, or trash, if you will. So we are going to rely on your help, each of you as runners, to help us sort that trash. Because at the end of every day, and as each of these receptacles fill up, we actually have staff and volunteers that are actually going to put on gloves and sort through all of these details. So the more you can help us sort the trash into compostable. So for example, that's anything like your banana peels any food, things like that, that are going to biodegrade easily, that goes in compost. Things that are recycled, that have the recycle logo and the number associated with it, those will go in recycle, obviously, such as aluminum cans, bottles, and things that are otherwise marked as recyclable. And then in everything else, which if you're unsure, it will go in there or things that cannot be recycled or composted. So that will be along the course at the aid stations, at the start lines, as well as all over the festival. So we would love your help if you can help us pre-sort that. So it helps us be more efficient in sorting after the fact and just get a better idea of how much effort goes into our zero waste initiative. Also with that, we have composting toilets, a few of them at the festival, as well as throughout the race courses. So it's not too much uh, different than say a porta potty, but the difference is when you go into the, um, the toilet and do your business, you'll see a bucket or a tin or a container that's going to contain sawdust in it with a scooper or a little pail. Once you do your business in the toilet, take a scoop of the sawdust and put it over the top inside of the bucket in there. Um, it does two things. One, it gets rid of the scent quickly. And it also helps expedite that composting process. So we, we manage all of that. So just use it like you would a regular toilet. Once you're finished, just put a scoop of um, sawdust over the top and it's as simple as that. So don't be too intimidated. We'll have either washing stations and or hand sanitizer outside of each of those stalls. And so um, you can breathe easy because they get rid of the scent and there's no fuss about it. You know, with our zero waste, there's something that we're going to be seeing a little bit different at meal times. We're trying to reduce our our trash, of course. That's part of our zero waste initiative. How are we going to do that at dinner? So dinner, you're going to have hard plates, real silverware, um, and recyclable cups. So if you wouldn't mind helping out by putting any of your extra food waste in the compostable receptacle, 
we actually have a team of volunteers that every night they're going to be hand washing your dishes so that it's ready to go and clean and fresh for the next day. So if you can help us out to minimize our waste in that effort, especially at dinner time, that would be amazing. Awesome. Totally keeping with our vacation races, zero waste policy that we just talked about. What about parking? Parking, there is some parking around the park, but Dane, can you kind of go into that a little bit? We don't have as much parking available as we have in years past. So if you joined us in years past, there's a little more limited parking. So are there some other options for parking as far as at the festival? Yeah, the west side of the park uh, near the water tower is is having some, con- the city's doing some construction. And so uh, that's cut into our parking a little bit. We have parking all along the east side of the park, um, a little bit along the south side of the park. And then there's some other nearby parking just in residential areas. There's also some areas that we're going to have some no event parking signs. The park does border right up against neighborhoods. And so we want to make sure that we're good neighbors and we're not taking people's parking spaces or crowding up their streets. So there'll be uh, clearly designated parking areas and no parking areas. Um, We're going to ask that if you're not camping at the park, because uh, although every registration has a a tent site attached to it. It's part of registration. Some people still choose to stay at hotels or or cabins or things in town, which is totally cool. They can do that and they're still welcome to come hang out with us in the evenings and and enjoy dinner and uh, and any entertainment and festivities. But we do ask that if you're staying at a hotel that you take one of our shuttles, we'll have shuttles just making laps through town uh, all afternoon and evening to give people rides to and from the park and dropping off at a few designated locations around town near hotels. So if you happen to be staying at a hotel, then we'd ask you to um, avoid parking at the park. We're gonna try and reserve that for runners who are camping there at the park. Okay, perfect. So that's kind of the parking situation and hopefully it will be really easy for everybody. And once you get in the swing of things, I think Wednesday everybody shows up at camp and it's like everybody's getting their bearings and trying to find out where everything is. And once we get the lay of the land, I feel like once we get done with day one under our belt, everybody just feels like home. So don't worry, we're going to take care of everything. Speaking of feeling like home, we do have showers and restrooms all available right there in this same location of the festival. Anna, can you kind of give us a little bit of a lay of the land of where showers are going to be located and where restrooms will be if I'm camping? Are there restrooms close to where I'm at or where do I have to go for those kinds of things? One thing you might want to do when you get there Wednesday is just kind of figure out where things are. Like Colleen says, get a lay of the land. You can visual or you can reference this in the race guide. Um, It's also on the website, but we have on the southmost area of the park is the rec center and community center there in Kanab. And with that, we have access to their locker rooms, which have the shower. Um, The pool won't be open for the public or for us to use, but the shower access will be open as well as the bathrooms. We also will have a shower trailer and don't knock it until you try it. The shower trailer is actually really cool. That's also going to be on the south side of the park, just near the other showers. So showers are kind of centrally located, whereas bathrooms are kind of throughout the whole park. There's bathrooms that are kind of in the pavilion area where a lot of you will be eating. There's actually two pavilions and there's bathrooms near both of those. But there's also going to be bathrooms further up north of near the ball fields where everybody will be tent camping. So you don't have to walk too far if you have to get up and relieve yourself in the middle of the night. So bathrooms in every direction at this park, there's, um, we'll have both flushing toilets and then a small amount of composting toilets as well. 
So you're saying there's no woods to sneak out of my tent and go to the bathroom out, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone will see you. And we're going to make sure and we're going to call you out and be like, hey, who's going to the bathroom over there? I have to say, I was camping the other day and there was some porta potties nearby. And can I just tell you, I believe the rudest people in the world slam porta potty doors late at night when people are camping. Can I just I know what you're talking about? If the you, sound is in my head right now. It's like it yep. is, and once it's there, it never goes away. So be good neighbors. When you use the porta potty close to your tent, hold the door when you close it because nobody wants to be woken up by the bang, bang. Oh, it's just constant. It's just constant. So just keep that in mind. I just want everybody to be good neighbors so we don't have any, you know, neighborly problems with our Yeah, tents. that is a good point. We are, we all, we're all sharing some common space. And so, I mean, I think we reference it in the race guide, you know, just some campground etiquette, but yeah, just be good neighbors, uh, you know, to quote, quote my friend, Ted, Theodore, Logan, like be excellent to each other. Look out for each other. Quiet hours are at 10 PM. Don't go shining lights in each other's tents. Uh, don't be real loud. And that includes slamming porta potties. Well, and you don't even realize you're slamming the porta potty door until you do it. And then you're like, oh, I should have held the door. It's like a screen door. When, you know, my mom always used to be like, hold the screen door. Like, it's the same thing. Hold the porta potty door to do it. And they swing so fast. Like, as soon as you let they go do. and realize, oh, it's going to bang, it's too late. It's away from me. We'll also have uh, some hand washing stations and sinks. So the the park restrooms have sinks in them, obviously. But we'll also have some hand washing stations and sinks up near the composting toilets, closer to the campground for, you know, washing up and brushing teeth and things like that. Perfect. Perfect. That's good to know. I always, I always hate to go back to my tent and then realize I haven't brushed my teeth and I'm like, gosh, dang it. Does anybody have some plain water around here? So we'll take care of everything, but you guys be good neighbors while you're camping as well. It's just going to be a great time and you're going to meet lots of great new friends. I always love to see the friendships that blossom out of Trail Fest. People who have never met each other and maybe they live on opposite sides of the country and they come together at Trail Fest and it it has these lifelong memories and they become friends for trail running friends for a really long time. And it's really fun to follow those people who get to know each other. So be open to that. And yeah, yeah Colleen, can I say something about that? We've seen a lot of like people have commented on surveys and other uh, conversations that we've had in the past that they come to trail fest. And the thing that draws them there is like this sense of community and they'll come alone and they're really hoping to make friends. And then afterwards, we'll ask them, well, did you make friends? And they'll be like, no, not really. And I really feel like that's on them. Like, we're all different personalities. Some of us are a little more reserved or shy or new social situations. We're not, you know, outgoing or whatever. But that's um, that's a shame. Because if you're going there thinking, oh, I'm all alone. I hope I meet some people. There's a 100 people that are feeling and thinking the same thing. And so it's kind of on all of us to... I mean, Colleen, you do a great job with with games and every evening kind of facilitating that kind of interaction, which which I love. But, um, you know, make sure that you sit down next to a stranger at dinner time, or, you know, share a drink in the beer garden or sit next to a new friend um, in the evening when we do awards and things like that, because that's where the friendships and the connections are going to be made. So don't don't be shy. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be shy and, and just have a lot of fun out there and get to know people because that is the best the best thing about Trail Fest. What's fueling your race? 
Is nature powering your run? Nature's Sunshine puts the power of nature into your hands with world-class herbs and supplements, protein powders, and active nutrition formulas designed to keep you healthy for the long haul. With nearly 50 years of expertise and an impeccable reputation for excellence in the natural health industry, we're proud to partner with Vacation Races to offer you 15% off your order. Just use promo code NSPVR at checkout. That's NSPVR. Live better, climb higher, dream bigger, dig deeper, and power your game with the power of nature at naturesunshine.com. Wednesday's going to go by so quickly, and every night, including Wednesday night, we have dinner for you. Houston's is going to be catering for us. Houston's isn't Houston's owned by the mayor of Canab, is that right? Yeah, Mayor Houston. Yeah, Mayor Houston of Canab owns Houston's Catering, and we love to have them. Wednesday night, we're going to have chicken and veggies over noodles with white sauce. That sounds really good. Uh, dinner roll. We do have some vegetarian options with our dinners, but we do not have vegan options or gluten-free options. So if you are on a specific diet, do keep in mind that we do have a vegetarian option, but you might need to um, grab some of your own specialized food as far as that. If, you're, if you have a specialized diet, we don't want anybody to be eating something that they they shouldn't have, especially before running and things like that. So chicken and veggies over noodles sounds super good for Wednesday night dinner. We also have some fun things going on. Anna, will you kind of take us through the Wednesday night schedule of events that evening? We've got some fun things going on after, of course, our welcome. We're going to start that at 530. But what are some of the other things that we have going on that night? So we have a medical clinic that's going to be presented by Chad. Chad Oliphant is our trusty medic. He will be at every race each day to help with anything, but he will also be there that night um, clinicking about, um, you know, health injury prevention and things like that pre-run. But he will also be at the recovery area each day after your run if you need help bandaging up a blister or some advice or taping an ankle, things like that. So he's going to be there throughout the whole festival. So get to know him at that medical clinic first off that night. And so that you can, you can know him and ask him any questions throughout the whole festival. And shout out we to Chad. Have, Chad's like the yeah, best. Like Chad's really cool. Cool as a cucumber. Like he's easy to talk to yeah. and he knows his stuff too. He does. He does. And, he's great. And yeah. And there's nothing he's seen at all. Like if you fall and you've got uh, you know cactus needles in your tush like he'll pick them out and there's no shame <laughs> and he'll just make you feel real comfortable not that that's ever happened on the trail fest courses but maybe sorrow i'm just saying <laughs> maybe 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 but it's a uh, chad will take good care of you so chad's yep. gonna do that clinic for us okay what else do we have uh we've also got wander project wander project we work with them they are the official nonprofit um for vacation races and they help us in every single race. We um, ask our runners if they want to donate for charity, for fundraisers. We also have what's called charity bids that people can raise money for local organizations and things um, related to the national parks nearby. So in relation to this event, Wander Project will be there speaking on what you as runners, your donations has been put to good use for. So Amy is heading that up and she will go over some of those details about what Wander Project is. And um, Dane, explain how cool Amy is and what she, what else she's doing with Trail Fest. I don't know if we have time on this podcast to explain how cool Amy is. <laughs> she is Amy, super cool. She, she's wonderful. She's, she's the sweetest, 
kindest, most knowledgeable adventurer that that we know. Um, and yeah, Wander Project is actually going to be working with uh, the local nonprofit groups that that they direct funds to to do kids camp this year. Which I'm almost thinking about bringing my kids, taking them out of school, and bringing them just so that they can go to kids camp. They've got really wonderful activities planned, and um, it's going to be educational and adventurous and uh, there's gonna be lots of exploration and learning and and lots of fun. So Amy's gonna um, be heading that up each morning for those that signed up, uh, signed their kids up for kids camp. Very cool. I, I wanna stay back and go to kids camp with Amy. That would be super fun. <laughs> so kids camp this year, instead of staying uh, at the parking canab is gonna be on site each morning. And so Amy and the nonprofit partners will uh, meet at either the start or the finish line. It just depends on the day and, and what they've communicated beforehand to parents um, so that the kids will be there busy kind of exploring at that location, you know, near Bryce and near Zion uh, while their parents or guardians or, or their adults are out running and having their own adventures. And then they'll be there waiting for them, cheering for them at the finish line. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Cool. Kids camp sounds great. After Wander Project speaks at 6.30, we are going to have our first overview. So each night prior to the next day, we're going to have an overview on what you're going to expect. So with Thursday, our day one, so to speak, is Bryce Canyon. We're going to do an overview. We're going to give you kind of a historical background of what you're going to see, give you a breakdown of what to expect for the race, and kind of uh, review any logistics and answer any questions that you might have in relation to that specific day's race. After the overview, we are going to have our special presentation by our local friends at the Paiute Friendship Circle. If you've never been a part of this, I highly recommend you stick around for this because it's really fun. It's a great way to kick off the event and make some new friends and just, just have fun. We're going to have um, local entertainment from Native tribes from around the area for every night or almost every night. And so make sure you take part in a lot of that. Yes, that's gonna always going to be a highlight as well. We have kind of some different cultural things with the, the different Native tribes that are in the areas and that have been in the, that area for so many thousands of years. And it's really cool to learn from them and get a little, you know, part, get to be a little bit a part of their culture. So make sure to take care of that. So that kind of wraps up our Wednesday where we've got so many activities going on and you're going to be just nervous and excited and we're going to get you off to bed. Again, Dane said quiet hours start in the tents at 10 p.m. And then we will go right into day number one. And so is there anything else for Wednesday, guys, that you want to add in here um, that we need to remember? Like Anna said, the Paiute Friendship Circle is really just a positive way to start um, to start off Trail Fest. And so hopefully everyone can stick around for that. Uh, Wednesday night is, is a little light on scheduling, and we kind of have tried each night to have something going on at the festival to keep everyone engaged and entertained um, and interacting with each other, but it's not overly programmed or overly scheduled. Trail Fest is an interesting balance where we're really trying to encourage everyone to get out there and see the parks. Like don't just do the run in the morning and then think you've seen it all because you barely scratched the surface. And so we want everyone to go and explore these national parks and do some more hikes and go on some scenic drives and, and experience more of, of those local communities. And, and those parks but then at the same time everyone wants to get back and shower and relax because you got a whole, whole other day of running ahead of you the next day so so we try and keep each evening full of different activities we'll have some musicians playing uh, we'll have some speakers and presenters and things like that but it's all really kind of low-key we want it 
to design the festival and, and headquarters. So it's something that you can kind of just slip in and out of as, uh, as you see fit, like whatever fits your schedule. So Wednesday, everyone's nervous. You guys are all anxious. You kind of haven't really settled in yet. And so, so we're going to keep things real light and real simple Wednesday night, positive kickoff with the Paiute friendship circle. And, and, uh, and we'll have an early morning on Thursday. The only other thing I would add to make sure people are aware of for Wednesday is um, so although we have tents for everyone at the campground, that's it. We don't have cots or air mattresses or sleeping bags or pillows. And so um, that's, that's the hardest part, right? Of camping when you travel to camp is bringing all your gear. So we tried to make that a little bit easier of a burden by um, having the tents for you, but but all any personal amenities that you might need for camping, you got to make sure you bring those. Um, if you if it's difficult for you to travel with those, uh, there's plenty of you know there's there's a Costco in St. George, there's a Walmart in St. George, uh, there's also a Walmart in Hurricane. The Walmart in Hurricane, if you're coming from, you know, the 15 coming up from Vegas or anywhere like that, that's kind of going to be your last big uh big box store like that that you're gonna hit there's grocery stores in the town of Kanab, a couple local outfitters uh, so a few things in Kanab. but your best bet is really going to be to pick something up you know stop by pick up a cheap pillow and sleeping bag at walmart or a blanket or something like that temperatures um should be really pleasant the days are beautiful sunny high 70s the evenings can get a little chilly so um i don't know what your personal comfort needs are but make sure that you you have what you need to make sure you get a good night's sleep so that you're not uh you know doesn't get harder each well it gets harder each morning rolling out of bed no matter what but don't make it unnecessarily hard on yourself by not having those things to get a good night's sleep yeah definitely bring i i think that's a good point to bring a variety of of clothing as well like day one when we go to bryce canyon that can be a, a really cold start up there um it was pretty mild last year but it can be pretty cold up there because we're going up in elevation and then when we start down at Horseshoe Bend on day three, it can be actually quite a mild start. So so really just some different options, some different layering options. Make sure you get a puffy or a sweatshirt with you uh, just so that you can have that. And I think the best camp item that you can bring is a pair of Crocs, like a pair of Crocs to throw on when you're going from the tent to the festival. Where You don't want to wear Crocs, Dave? Uh, well, yeah, or slippers, like flip-flops. Like UFOs. Okay, I went with the cheap. We'll have a preferential I just went... camp footwear, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Wear whatever Boxes, you want. They're, they're going to take up more space in your bag like that. Uh, okay. Let her, let her take her Crocs. She packs bigger than us. You can, I'm, not, I'm not telling you you can't bring Crocs. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A pair of slip-on yeah, whatever, shoes. Whatever your comfortable footwear of choice. Slip-on when shoes. When lounging around the park. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Come yeah, to your, that's come a, that's a good you can come to your in your jammies if you want. We're we're all good with that. We're totally good with that. So, well, Wednesday is going to be a great day. And one thing that I do want to hit on before we take a break and get you into day one is we want to recognize people who do amazing things during Trail Fest. We have so many stories of people who have helped others out on the trail or who have been exceptional tent mates or have really gone above and beyond to just be great humans at Trail Fest. And we want to recognize those people. So we want you to be on the lookout for these trail heroes all throughout Trail Fest. So starting Wednesday, it's also a way that you can get to know each other as well. And you can nominate people to be a trail hero because every single evening, 
Starting on Thursday, we want to recognize some of these trail heroes that we're seeing. Maybe it was someone who you bumped into out on the trail and they helped you get your pack all straightened out. Maybe you tripped and fell and somebody stopped and made sure you were okay. Uh, you know, anything like that, something simple or something big, we want to recognize those trail heroes. And so you can submit those trail hero nominations through our Instagram, our Trail Fest Instagram. You can send us a message. We would love it if you get the person's name or even their bib number would help. And then you can write us a little reason why they are your trail hero. And then we will recognize them and maybe give out some great prizes to these trail heroes. So uh, make sure to take part in that and, and look for opportunities to be a hero and to also spot a hero when you're at our Grand Circle Trail Fest. You know, guys, I have one final thing that I think we should hit on. Trail etiquette. We're going to be on lots of awesome trail for the next three days at Grand Circle Trail Fest. And it goes a long way to have a little bit of etiquette on those trails. Some of the single track can get a little tight and some people are a little slower in pace than we are. Some people are faster in pace. And the etiquette and the courtesy goes a long way. So if someone's behind you and they need to pass, if you can step over to the side, if you're the one who's passing and it's kind of a tight area, just back off and wait just a second so that person can get to a comfortable place in order for you to pass. Everybody has a different comfort level as far as the single track trails go. And so just consider that in making your passes. If you choose to wear earbuds, and I hope you do so that you listen to the Race Joy app, but if you do, make sure that you are still able to hear what's going on around you. And so if someone needs to pass and that person passing says, hey, how are you doing? I'm calling. I'd like to just scoop by you whenever you get a minute. Something like that goes a really long way into making everyone's experience positive. So you don't want to be that person throwing elbows out there trying to get by. If you want to be faster and you want to have a less congested single track, we suggest that you start at the first of the race and get out there a little bit sooner. Get on that earliest shuttle and get up there and parked and over to the start line first. But other than that, we're all there to have fun. All right, that wraps up Wednesday, guys. So we're going to bring this episode, this first Grand Circle Trail Fest episode to a close. Make sure to come back because we've got another episode that's all going to be about Thursday and the official day number one of Grand Circle Trail Fest 2021. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.